welcome to the Wild Light Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tiff Johnson. You've officially entered my living room, where conversations are real, raw, edgy, and a bit spicy. I'm a chiropractor, a mom, and a wife. As a transformer, a translator, and an activator, I read the body and soul, and I see your truth. The Wildlight Podcast is a movement. It's a way of being. It's where we lead, we speak, and we live bigger than we ever dreamed. I invite you to let the wildlight run through you too, so that you become that movement. Hey, hey, and welcome back. Well, I'm on the back end of losing my voice for nine days. <laughs> so I thought, you know, I'm pretty much come as you are no matter what. And so I'm going to have a little bit of squeaks. And um, I thought having the message out there is much more important than trying to restore my voice. So here goes. I've been thinking a lot. This is not surprising. I think a lot and I don't think as in what to do, how to do it, but I contemplate if I'm making a big enough difference all the time. And I don't hear, I don't hear much negative talk. Um, I've done a lot of work on not being your own saboteur. And at the same time, when it feels like the mission is just about too big or um, you don't ever rest, many things start to creep in. So here's a diary <laughs> of sorts of the last few weeks and um, and leading leading something far greater than myself for the last 18 and a half years, we have times that we learn how to bring ourselves back into alignment and what that looks like. It doesn't mean that I'm in misalignment, but what begins to happen is if there is not rest, if there is not restoration, if there is not space you aren't growing and you aren't leading in the way that you would desire. And when I say leading, I don't mean leading your own business and running your own business. I don't mean leading a company and being an executive. I, I don't mean any of that. I just mean being your best. We all have a sole purpose. And our sole purpose is not to wake up, get your kids ready for bed. No, not not for bed, Tiff. No. Nope. I've been a little fuzzy. Get your kids ready for school, commute them, go to work nine to five, pick them up, go to their activities, make supper or drive through and go to bed. Like that isn't, that may not be your sole purpose. And I think this path of discovery, of discovery of alignment in everything you do can be really daunting. 
it can be, it can ebb on being very selfish. I want this for this. Whether that's impact, whether that's followers, whether that's money, whether that's the amount of courses or products that you're selling, whether that's the amount of people you're adjusting. And now we, we err into ego running the show. And I think one of the greatest contemplations I have is, is this, is this for love or is this for ego? Am I doing this for anything other than this is my gift and I'm meant to share it? Because misalignment happens when I'm not. Misalignment happens when I care how many people bought a product. Misalignment happens when I care how many people responded to an email. Misalignment misalignment is when I am out of my soul's voice. And when I start to do it for other reasons. And if you would ask yourself this, it's likely it's happening to you also very often. And maybe that's why you are tired. Maybe that's why you feel like you're in a hamster wheel. Maybe that is why you look back to the past versus forward because you can't see forward. It it feels like what the hell else is there? Like if this is how we're going to do it, I don't want 40 more years of the same old BS, right? So I wanted to come and share when you're leading something and people and probably a concept, an idea, a way of being, whether that's you're in the health business, um, in the fitness business, and you're leading people to self-image and performance and confidence, um, whether you're in the <clears throat> nutritional business of of food and supplements and you're you're in that same line, whether you're in the business of building employees and of bringing um, bringing identity and confidence to them, you're you're in charge of leadership in your business. There's many different places that we do this. Maybe you're the top level exec and you're responsible for thousands of wages and meaning thousands of family life. Maybe you're a doctor, a chiropractor, a dentist, a medical doctor, a therapist, a naturopath, and you have a lot of patients that believe you, trust you, follow you. Wherever the pressure is coming from, I consider that the greater the impact, no, let me rephrase. I considered the greater the impact, the more suffering we sometimes needed to go through. And what I'm recognizing is that isn't true. Suffering for me happens when I lose my center. When I need to work through a new belief that is previously rooted in ego to now transitioning into purity so that leadership looks different. That may mean you're not meant to do the same thing in your job 
or how you are doing business changes or what courses and products and online services you're offering. The type of client that you're working with may change. Because when we let go of that ego, another part of the the pure soul, the pure mission, the pure purpose starts to come out. And that is undeniably right for you. You know, I call that truth, but so many times we're so filled with all the other stuff, we don't even know like what what we're feeling, what we're doing. And then we become a robot, which is, I, I think, the you know, path of destruction. We become the robot. We're not supposed to become the robot. So our body needs a place to restore. Our mind needs a place to quiet. Our soul needs a place to play. And many times it's not in the same environment. So I've been sick three times in the last six weeks. And if you know me, this is not normal. I don't get sick. I, since COVID, have gotten sick one time a year about, which is way more than the two times in the 15 years before that. And it's interesting when we start going through things like this, we start evaluating, all right, well, what's my mindset like? What's my food like? What's my rest like? But underneath all that is psychology. Underneath all that is really like, how do you feel about the things that you're doing? How do you feel about your role as a wife? How do you feel about your role as a mom? How are you doing in those? Because in all of this work, this is what I know people want the most. They want a happy and healthy home. The people that have made the millions don't care about the millions as much as a healthy and happy home. The ones who haven't made the millions chase the millions. They chase success. They may say it, they chase it. they're chasing impact. Maybe that's true. But what could you do if healthy and happy home was the core of it? And through that, that's where you know your purpose. That's where you feel your purpose. That's, that's where it happens. Imagine. Like, imagine that. So in my making of my 2,000-piece puzzle, I think a lot. I contemplate a lot. I wonder about a lot of things. And it starts as specific things and specific people, specific offers, specific team, like, And then eventually it starts to zoom out. And when I allow myself enough time and space, the magic is in the zoom out that I'm given 
a gift to give to the world. But the cliche is, you know, what you don't got, you don't give. If you don't have the energy to do it, people aren't going to see it and feel it. So where in your life do you need to just pause? Pause is the first step of contemplation. is by Richard Rudd, pausing. And for some people, pausing is a weekend. But 99.9% of people, we need a much longer pause. And sometimes we may benefit from a change of environment. For me, it's the mountains. The mountains is what is my, my magic activator. But going to the mountains tired isn't that path of activation. Going to the mountains to get the hell away from your current life isn't it either. The same with vacations. So what is your body asking you to do? Is it asking you to exercise more? Is it asking you to reconnect with a friend? Is it asking you to go to bed at 8 o'clock? Is it asking you to get rid of sugar? Is it asking you to only eat meat? Is it asking you to fast? What is it asking you of your lifestyle, your friends, your social engagements? What's it asking you about your work, your coworkers, or your team? What's it asking you about your money, how you're using it, how you're making it? What's next? The start of the whole thing is our body. And what I know in 18 and a half years of having my hands on a hundred, hundreds of thousands of bodies is that when we feel misaligned, the first thing to go is the connection to our body. So when our body is tired, it gives us different messages. After my event a week and a half ago, the second live event of 2023, oops, I guess it wasn't 2023, it was 2024, but the second live event in a six-month span, I recognized that there isn't much that I have the tolerance to do besides mentor who I'm currently mentoring and adjusting who I'm currently adjusting and leading a team that I'm currently leading and building my home as I've already built. And in order to move through the down spiral of, wow, I'm more tired than I thought because we don't realize it until it stops. Yes, a body that stays, is in motion stays in motion. The next question to ask yourself is, am I supposed to be in motion or, or not? Is my mind supposed to be this freaking busy or not? When I say I contemplate and when I think, it isn't my mind 
thinking, as much as it is all of me being very curious about, huh, what's happening here? Which is why I say underneath it all is psychology and mindset and your capacity and your mental state. So for the last 10 days, I haven't added anything to my plate and I told my team this is going to be a a chill week. I have been home. I the majority of the days I don't set an alarm. I make my puzzle. I'm doing art. I'm learning watercolor. I'm doing a lot of neural graphics, mind graphics work. I'm listening to some information, but not a ton. Where do you need to lean into so you can see what restoring looks like? It's a different way of looking at burnout because burnout in the executive way of saying this is tapped out, crash, redo, burn it all down. And I don't, I don't like that approach. I believe the more intelligence we have, the more mental and emotional intelligence we have, we know we don't actually need to burn things down. We just need to pivot a little bit. We just need to shift one degree. But you can't shift one degree if you're not clear as to what what degree are we are we shifting here. Burn it all down is like the people that say, I can't wait for January 1st. Boom, that year's done. We haven't restructured, reframed the past at all. We're just moving into January 1st. Well, January 1st is actually no different than December 31st, folks. It doesn't matter. If your psychology hasn't changed, it doesn't matter that much. So, how can we see a different way of restoring? That it isn't burnout. It's knowing your tendencies. And it's up-leveling your floor, which is your base, your like minimum standard. We need to rise it up, raise it up, I think is the right word there. Raise it up. And our character also raises up. So in boundaries and standards and communication, we start to get clear about where we're maybe a little bit leaky, where the energy's a little bit off, where we're maybe not communicating truth to ourselves first. Low emotional intelligence is screaming to the people in your life about you can't handle it and we're going to burn it all down. Low emotional intelligence is, I haven't been honest with you. Boom. That's very low emotional intelligence. Don't do that. Do the work on yourself to understand what it all means. When the giving and receiving is off, we're giving more than we're receiving or we're receiving more than we're giving. Our body's going to talk to us. That This doesn't come from ego. I'm not getting what I want from my relationship. I'm not getting what I want from my boss. I'm not getting what I want from my kids, from my parents, from my friends. No, it's what are you not giving yourself 
first. Step out of the obligation, obligatory feeling of every single part of your day. Because that's the zoomed in. I have this and this and this and this and this. In time and with intention and with rest. We can zoom out and we start to see why everything happened the way it did. Why do we have to play the crazy game of my body screaming at me and now I need to pay attention? These are the questions I ask myself. Why? Why have I went down three times in the last six, seven weeks? Why has that happened? And in contemplation and in curiosity, not judgment, not guilt, not shame, that's where mental state, that's where psychology, that's where understanding sabotage, that's where recognizing your beliefs without the guilt and the shame and the regret and all the things that come from your self-talk. That needs to be cleaner first so you can actually hear your body. And once you start to hear your body and feel your body and communicate that in a kindness and in love to yourself and whoever else is in your life, you start to move into a deeper identity of who you are and what happens, of what burnout actually means, of where you lost alignment, of where it didn't feel good but you didn't even know because you dissociated. Our body is one of our compasses. I used to say the compass. And of course it is, but when you get better, understand your, your body and you know that your body's voice, you start to, that just becomes your new floor. And now we have heart. Maybe for somebody, maybe we have soul. Maybe that's your mental game. I believe this conversation is one of the most important ones we can have as leaders, leaders of your home, leaders of your relationships, leaders of your business, businesses, leaders of your team, leaders of the community, leaders of your kids' sports events, of everything that you're part of. This is a requirement. It's not just a, it would be nice if it's a requirement. The world needs each of our gifts and each of them to be pure. And when we start to lose connection, lose alignment, the reason why we do things might not be as pure and it might be rooted more in ego and status and recognition than pure, unfiltered intent. So in these last two weeks, I can see now. I can see where I needed to zoom out. That's been devoid of most house keep up, I would say, (laughs) which takes another level of psychology. I need to just be in the moment right now. 
not worry about the floor is messy and the kitchen is, kitchen is messy in the bathroom. Cause like, seriously, when isn't it? Not worry about, I need to get the clothes done. It's just a distraction. And when you start to get clear on like, whoa, all these things are distractions. Not all of them, but when you start recognizing it, this is when I would say, get some helpers for your family. Whether that's a nanny, a taxi to get your kids back and forth, to not worry about leaving work early and going to work late because of the bus, all of the things that happen in early stages and they happen differently in later stages. They're not gone because you've actually created that level of busy, that level of distraction away from, from what really matters. I'm not sure if this is helpful at all. I, I know that sometimes, <clears throat> maybe many times, leaders don't talk about their life. They don't talk about what's happening in their world. They don't talk about the pressures that they feel. The people that haven't been there think it's easy. It's not easy. It's not easy putting on a live event. It's not easy having a podcast. It's not easy having a YouTube channel. It's not easy building a business and building a team. It's not It's not easy adjusting thousands of people a month. It is worth it though. And I trust that when it's not worth it anymore, I'll know. Or when it changes. And then I also trust that I will change it then. The role of the leader, the role of a a trailblazer and a pathfinder, wherever it is in your life, because you are that somewhere. For some people, you are that in every area. But it requires you to be in your body and to have pure voices. Requires a level of personal development. That that's where I would start. If you crash and you come home and you can't just be, I would question your mental state and your mental capacity to prioritize what is meant for you, not what someone else expects you to do or you to say or you to lead. So contemplation gets just to be a, how's it going? And what do I need to do about this? Why am I sick? (laughs) Oh, let's do a puzzle. Let's draw. Let's take a nap. Let's sleep. And capacity-wise, I know food matters, water matters, exercise matters, And I'm already doing those things. Underneath those things is always psychology. And you can do both of them at the same time. You can work on psychology and then work on habits. 
but you need both. It isn't one or the other. It can't be. How could it be? When we are giving more, when we're leading more, when we're doing new things, it takes a lot of energy, a lot of identity changes, a lot of character up levels that are frankly exhausting. So from one leader to another, I just remind you that you're doing great. From one leader to another, I remind you to trust yourself more. From one leader to another, I invite you to come back into your home. From one leader to another, I invite you to recognize where you're not as great as you want to be. If you can start to really see the like, oh my gosh, and admit, oh my gosh, and then communicate, oh my gosh, to the people you need to communicate to, your whole life will change. It's that we don't want to see it because we don't think we can handle it. So the idea here isn't to say you're doing great when you actually don't think you are. The idea isn't to say keep going when you know you can't. The idea is let's uncover all of it. Can we uncover all of it? Can you be honest with yourself? Can you live in that way? Prioritize your home first. Recognize my load's been really big. I'm feeling a lot of pressure. I haven't told anybody. Can you shift and up-level your standards, your floor? Your whole life will change. So coming to you from my puzzle table, (laughs) it's a 2,000-piece puzzle, by the way. The pieces are really little. And thank goodness I got my fake nails off because I would have never been able to pick any of these pieces up. And actually, if I was in a stressful achievement state of trying to get this thing put together as fast as I could, I wouldn't even have noticed that. So see what it feels like to zoom out, to evaluate every part of what's going awesome and what's not. And then knowing that you get to change it. This is the new way of recovering or identifying burnout. Burnout shows up in many forms. Burnout doesn't mean burn down. I love you guys. Thank you for being in my living room today. And can I ask you a favor? for you to share this episode with your friends and family and also leave a review. One by one creates a ripple effect where any one small change has the ability to transform every other area of your life. This is the movement of wild light to lead with your soul, your heart, and your voice. Let the light run wild through you.